Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. We got a special guest we're going to bring on here. We haven't talked to Michael in a while. Uh, one, and we do have him. We do have him. All right, man. Well, you reached out to your uh, absolutely, your, man. Your, your journalistic colleague. Yes. And uh, do the honors. Absolutely. Always, always great to have this guy join. It's been a minute since he's been on Telling with us you, from man. The Washington Post. Uh, Michael Lee joining us. Uh, welcome back. Sports Radio 929. Hey, Sam and Greg. How you doing, man? Michael. Morning. I'm doing great. Yeah, good morning, fellas. I, you know, when you said the Washington Post, I'd forgotten something, and which leads me into a question kind of like what we had Coach. We had him step out of his comfort zone and talk pro football from it, talk, pro football and basketball. Michael, can I ask you a question about something that's going on in your region but yet tied to what is going on in the NFL? You've been following what's going on with the coaching move, movement? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. My question is this. Of the names we've heard, Sam, Michael, Belichick, Harbaugh, so on and so forth, I have yet to hear Eric Bieniemy, and him sitting there in Washington. By the way, on a team where the is it still vacant that head coaching position? It is, yes. And not one peep have I heard of Eric Bieniemy's name. Well, but for the last I don't know five six years, he was the first name. He you was the hear. first name you heard. What is going on? If you can give us any idea of the temperature up there in Washington, how his he's been received, what he's thought of, any kind of Eric Bieniemy news, or what you think is the reason why his name hasn't been um, mentioned more? Well, um, the season didn't go well in, in, in Washington, as you realize they're in a coaching search, and um, one of the issues that happened is that the players weren't ready for his style, his his personality. Um, was a bit of a jolt to that team, but it wasn't a positive jolt. You know, um, he's a very demanding coach. Um, he's very tough. Um, he will curse you out. He will call you out. He will do everything, but his main goal is to motivate you. And you will see that that just didn't work well with a losing team. With In Kansas City, it worked because those were great players, and they sort of needed that kind of goading from him to get going. Um, but his personality didn't mesh with the players. And so that's the reason why there hasn't been a large clamor. You didn't hear anybody saying, well, if we can't have Ron, we want Eric. I mean, that wasn't the case. Um, a lot of times uh, the style of a coach, um, if it doesn't mesh with the with the personal- personalities and the personnel that you have, um, there's no need to force it on the players. And I think that with this organization, they kind of just wanted to um, steer clear of um, of anything to do with the, pre- the, the regime that they just had. Um, and it's not really a fair situation for Eric Bieniemy, but he's been dealing with unfair situations, you know, like you said, for the last couple of years, considering the success the Kansas City Chiefs had and his role in that, uh, especially his role in helping them win the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, he's the one that called uh, the two plays that wound up resulting in touchdowns. Notice a glitch in the, in the Eagles defense, told Andy Reid, and they got two touchdowns out of it. And again, they won by three points. Um, but, you know, 
I think I think there was just a tough situation to go into, and it's, it's going to be tough for anybody uh, who's like on the last year of their deal, um, leaving the place to go somewhere when you know there's not a lot of stability. Um, but it's a risk a lot of these coaches have to take. But I don't think he's any less of a coach. He's just in a bad situation with a bunch of players who don't know how to handle coaching, as you saw in their record. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that says more about having Ron Rivera at the helm versus Andy Reid at the helm. Yeah, that, that, that's the other part. Yeah. <clears throat> yep, yep, exactly. That's it, folks. Hey, folks, we spend the time on the way for it.com hotline this morning with Michael Lee. He is social. Uh, you can find him at Mr. Michael Lee, at Mr. Michael Lee. There's so many areas I can go with this guy. Kansas City native of Florida A&M and why they won't hire, go, go ahead and hire a football coach down there. We, 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 we we're not going to get into that. We're here in Atlanta, and we got this basketball team that's been underachieving. They got a three-game win streak right now. Uh, from your perspective, you know, and you've been here in Atlanta, you've covered this team uh, before at a distance, though. What do you see was happening with this Atlanta team, and, and what can be done to – to kind of get things back on track or, or have some consistency? Well, I mean, I think the one thing, there are two things. One is that their defense is just non-existent. Um, they are just a very poor defensive team. And, um, and you know, when you don't play defense, uh, you, you can't win games. Um, and that's evident all throughout. But their defense has really just been backsliding, you know, for, for years. And, um, you know, and then Quinn hasn't been able to fix it. And it's only gotten worse this year. Um, and also, the DeJounte Murray trade did not work out the way they had hoped. You know, they gave up a lot of picks um, with the hope of you know having this backcourt with him and Trey work out, and that just wasn't working out. And that's not working out. And even though he's had you know back-to-back game winners, and that's been impressive and exciting, um, you can see that right now the push. It feels like it's not just to help the Hawks win, but to help boost his, his trade stock. <laughs> you know, because they the best way for them to move on from that experiment is possibly to trade Dejounte. Because uh, I don't think they want to trade Trey Young right now. Um, even though I think that it's really on Trey um, because the team is, do, is doing everything it, it can to one build the team around him that fits, but also trying to find the right coach that can push him in a way that he can be a better leader. Um, I think that that's that their, their failures have a lot to do with the fact that that Trey hasn't been the leader that they need him to be um, for this organization to 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 really you know take that next level. And um, you know I think I think that Nate McMillan was a great coach for them. I, I was disappointed with how how all that ended. Um, and now they got another good coach in Quinn Snyder, and they're they're they're, they're worse. Um, so I think when you look at this. See all these changes going around. You see, you're, you're getting new players, you're getting new coaches, you're, you're getting rid of John Collins, you're doing all these things to try to get the right pieces. But who? What's the piece that's been there consistently through the last couple of years? It's been Trey. So um, it's Trey. So it's, it's imperative on Trey. If the Hawks are going to turn around and they're committed to Trey, then he's got to commit to being a better leader. And right now, he hasn't displayed that, and that's why you see the team struggling. Michael Lee joining Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. All right, stay with me here, and I want to ask you kind of questions here. You agree that we're talking about a superstar in Trey Young, correct? Yes, and, I think he's really superbly talented, yeah. Yes, and the guy, when he came out of college, uh, attached to him was, was Doncic, who's also a superstar. Would you agree? Absolutely. My question is this to you, and, and, and maybe this helps me understand and others understand why we're kind of grappling with the, the players around them aren't, aren't who they, you, you would like them to be. In other words, you have a superstar, 
But do you have the right kind of superstar? There are superstars that perform well themselves, but then there's those guys who elevate the teammates around them. Are we talking about two guys in Trey and the guy he came out with as superstars, one down in Dallas, one here, doing great things, but as you can see, since they've been in the league, they haven't brought their teammates up to their level, or at least a level to the point where they're making the noise in the playoffs. Do you subscribe to that as far as having a superstar doesn't necessarily mean he's going to elevate the play of others around him? Um. Well, yeah, I mean, I think with with uh, Luca, you can definitely say that, you know, he's had a number of different running mates, you know, Kristaps Porzingis, now he's got Kyrie Irving, um, but he was able to lead the team to the conference finals. Both of these guys have led their team to the conference finals, which is impressive for being very young. Um, the one thing I'll, I'll say, um, you know, I think they both have a lot of room to grow. You know, I said they both have multiple coaches as well. Um, but I think that when it comes to Trey and – and I, I think the one thing we, we really got to appreciate more is it's very hard for a small guard to be your best player and for you to win in the NBA. I mean, it's been that way throughout history. A small guard is really going to be able to elevate a team because the game is built for size. It always has been. And if you, that's why you got to really have an appreciation for Steph Curry and what he was able to, has been able to do throughout his career and winning four championships and really being the heartbeat of that team and really just bringing that spirit, uh, that joy, um, and that energy to, to the organization for a many number of years. He's rare. He's one of one. And I know that a lot was made of, of Trey and, and Steph and the comparisons, and it was not not fair to Trey. You can't just say he's going to be like Steph, but I think there was a hope and an expectation that he could. But the thing is, no one can be Steph, and no one can be that that model of a citizen in terms of the energy that he provides, the joy that he brings to the locker room, the spirit that he brings. I always talk about the spirit of a, of a, of a great player. And if you look at teams that win, there's always a spirit on that team, either like a positive spirit, somebody who is like really uplifting them, not just from like motivational words or motivational speeches or anything, but just their energy level, their attitude, the way they come to work every day, um, their professional attitude, you know, and that that's contagious. And when you have a guy and you have spirit on your team, you know, you, you can always find it. Like, you, you go through the last couple of champions, you'll find it. You, you know exactly why they won because they have a, a, a player whose spirit elevates the locker room. You know, the Nuggets won. Jokic, he, he, he brings a positive spirit, positive inner attitude to that to that team. Um you know, um, you go with you know, Giannis when he when he led the Bucks. I mean, he's his attitude is really what is one of the more underrated aspects of his success because you can see all the talent, you can see all the skill. Um, like I said, I mentioned Steph. You know, win a championship. You know, you just go down a list. If you have a guy on your team who's positive, who really uplifts everyone around them, then you're going to find that success. But it's just it's unique and it's hard to find, and that's why so many teams struggle. And it's not necessarily a knock. Trey is a great player. I mean, he's phenomenal. He's a great shooter. It's a, I mean, his best skill is probably his passing. I mean, he, he's he's got all the talent in the world. But I think what the Hawks are lacking, too, is not just the fact that he's not that kind of leader. Is I don't know who their spirit guy is. I don't know who the guy is that uplifts the locker room and just brings that positive energy every day because you need that, especially over the course of an 82-game season. You need somebody who's going to be consistent in terms of their approach and their, their attitude. And I don't. I think that's what's lacking. And I think that's the one thing that that's tough for a lot of these guys. Like you can be a great player, but if you don't have that spirit with you, um, you got to find other ways to, to manufacture that around them. And uh, that that's the that's the challenge for the Dallas Mavericks and the Hawks to find guys 
whose spirit can elevate a locker room. Yeah, 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 folks. We've been spending time with, with Michael Lee uh, in the Washington Post. We always appreciate catching up with him. It's been a minute. We got, we're up against it. we got to let you go. But quickly, thoughts on SI yesterday? It was a sad day, um, you know, among a lot of sad days for the industry. Um, and I obviously everyone in this business, for the most part, at some point wish they could have worked at Sports Illustrated or dreamed of working there, but definitely grew up reading it. Um, and, you know, and admiring the, the writers who's, who were able to grace those pages. Um, I know myself, I'm, I, I was always a dream to, to be there, work there. Um, and it's just sad to see how they have, you know, basically dismantled that whole operation for the last five years. Um, I think it's important, and I, I think it's the thing that's, a, that's upsetting to me is that a lot of these corporations or, or entities that are buying these businesses are not led by creative people are not led by visionary builders of, of, of something. They're, yeah. they're built by guys who've made, built, made their success by destroying things. That's how they made their money. They got rich because they're, they're, they take advantage of other people's failures. So when you put those guys in positions of, 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 of um, operations that were built on dreamers and built on creatives, um, that clash is going to lead to failure. And that's what happened here. Um, the vi- they had no vision. They had nothing other than how can we make money off of this, and that's not what Sports Illustrated was about. I mean, I don't think anybody. I don't know how much money I ever spent on Sports Illustrated, but I know I know what it meant to hold the, that magazine in my hand and to read an amazing <laughs> article yeah. and, and know how my you know I was uplifted by what uh, I, I was reading. So I think that when you when you see a failure like that, it all has to come down to the guys that are in control and the fact that they don't have a vision beyond how can I make money and how can I destroy this from within. And that's, that's, that's what's happened. You know, I wish that more creative people who had the wealth and had the vision would be able to take over some of these um, corporations and, and companies because you can see what happens when you have visionaries in charge and when you see what happens when you have people who just are just chasing money. When, you're, when your objective is just money and not actually trying to produce a good product, you end up with what happened with Sports Illustrated. All right, wow. listen, we, we got to go here, but thank you. Very, listen, that, that's a journalist talking. You, yeah. could, you could hear it in yeah, his man. voice. Yeah. Michael Lee, Washington Post, thank you as always for joining us, buddy. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Hey, for sure. Thanks for having me on, guys. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 